Welcome, Jurassic fans, to the 44th episode of our Red and Nerd podcast. This is Dan, your host, and this is the man who went to Isla Thorna just to escape the spoilers, Matthew Millen. Hello, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen. Daniel, good sir. How are you today in this lovely evening? Now, besides time zone, uh, we're in the same city as well. So yeah. now we, we have the perfect weather, if I dare say so. Oh, let me. Apparently, you hated the weather to the where you had to suffer. Indeed, while we were like facing what 15 degrees Celsius, I was in 33. Oh my. And for those of you who don't use the international metric system, I'm sorry because I will not convert it. I'm joking, let's see. 15 degrees Celsius and Fahrenheit, that would be 59 Fahrenheit, and I was facing. 91.4 Fahrenheit, yeah. Oh gosh, Fahrenheit is such a strange measure. <laughs> Indeed. Why? Like Ooh. 90 Celsius would be just like everyone burning. Yeah, we would be basically dead. <laughs> oh, oh, folks, so we invited you here today because we're having great news about Dominion. You're surely aware of what we're talking about, but we are talking about Samurai just because. So, just because we like to talk about it. Yeah, we have then first a Dominion preview on IMAX. Now, Matt, uh, I'm afraid that you, it's just a possibility that you might not have watched the preview on the IMAX theater, have you? Oh, no, unfortunately, I wasn't there. But, well, you know, happens when you are, I don't know, saving the world from space snakes. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great plot for a novel, actually. Thank you for that. So, <laughs> But then, all of you who can go to an IMAX, and we got here the description of this uh, preview, and now you know that these are going to be like up to the brains with spoilers. You know they're right. Come, come on. Don't pretend come on. you don't. If you're here, you know you're going to get spoilers. Yeah, I mean, it was like in the description. It was written there. Spoilers. Okay. So, yeah. Let's talk a bit about this preview. So uh, just here, um, I'm reading through um, uh, Colin Trevorrow's what he said. So everything starts with a dread notice. Can you imagine that like one of the, actually the biggest dinosaur they ever lived on Earth as far as, I'm, as, far as I know. Mm -hmm. so, and like then there's the Quetzal Cutlers that are huge kind of pterosaur. And, I wonder if, the, if for those huge dinos they're going to use models or it will be just you know, CGI. Well, um, if I could read here, it was just hypno CGI. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then there's an Oviraptor, and this one has feathers. So, uh, yes, we... thank you. Seems like our prayers were listened to. Yeah, but you know, this is the point, right? Uh, this is not supposed to be the present day with the dinosaurs roaming earth again. This is prehistory. I don't care. <laughs> so like I want feathered dinos. Oh my. And then we or can... maybe feathered well raptors. Yeah. Because, well, not every dino had feathers, so Yeah, anyway. I mean Camel Taurus, that thing couldn't simply could not have feathers. 
Yes, imagine a Kurnataros with feathers. Oh my, no, I, I don't. It would to. be a devilish chicken. Yeah, I mean, because it had horns. Oh, indeed. <laughs> then we also have Mora's Entrapness, which is an interesting choice that Trovaro did. Uh, then we have uh, the big one, right? We have a uh, Giganotosaurus and Tyrannosaurus, and Tyrannosaurus is a hairy-looking guy. Now, isn't that fantastic as well? Indeed, I liked it. They yeah. did good. No, <laughs> there's a there's something so funny here that um he said um about the Oviraptor that it's going to be a feather dino and um this is going to be a bit of a headline for those who care about paleontological accuracy. Now, yes, this is, I'm very much happy about that. Yeah, but I mean, Tyrannosaurus and Giganotosaurus they didn't live together. <laughs> Well, you can't, nothing's perfect, right? We, <laughs> we're happy with what we get and let's pray they keep it that way or improve. Actually, there won't be room for improvement anymore because this is supposed to be the last movie of the franchise. Well, well we heard some, some stuff as well, you know, that this is like the last chapter of the trilogy. But there'll be more expansion. Mm, so like maybe uh, some spin-offs. Yeah, that's what we expect to see. Some maybe some uh, some movies this this time not in trilogies, but uh, just movies, you know, like that. Something I mean, that bothered me though, it's because this movie is going to be kind of a T-Rex the beginning movie because they're going to tell the story of the T-Rex that was cloned in Jurassic Park 1. Yeah. And well, I have a thing with origin movies because I can think of origin movies that are good. Let's begin with Wolverine Origins and let's stop there because it gets, it only gets worse. Okay, but uh, how about a Joker? Okay, that was a good one. See, Batman Begins. Well, it was a good movie, but I've seen Uncle Ben die so many times that no, not Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben is a Spider-Man. I've seen Bruce Bruce's parents die so many times that I can't take it anymore. Let's movie makers, let's just skip that part. We already know what happens to Batman's parents. Yeah, I mean, we've seen that scene like so many times that we would no longer feel for them. We're like, yeah, yeah. Just, just die already, come on. No, like, okay, get on with their death and please begin the movie. Uh, yeah, that's what the presidents have been saying in the pandemic. Yeah, amazing. Uh, well. So uh, we then have a, this problem that people are having with this preview because these two dinos are together. But I mean, who cares? They are dino fighting, that's what matters. Yeah, we're going to see some dino fights. Let it happen. And once more, the Tyrannosaurus is uh, defeated by another big carnival, in this case by the Giganotosaurus. So uh, what do you think they're going to make out of this? Like, you think like the Giganotosaurus defeated it in the, in the past, and now in the future, in current days, like, I don't know, engine uh, recreated uh, Giganotosaurus, or else uh, Biosyn recreated and then it's going to lose this time to Rexy. Hmm. I'm going to make a conspiracy theory here. Oh my. 
I think that these two companies are going to unite forces to create a huge monster so that they can stop the destruction that Rexy is causing to the city <laughs> because nothing can stop her. Yeah. And then these two titans will face each other and they will both die in the process. Oh. Uh no, Chagant is more seriously, especially with the Giganotosaurus, it could be a good Annie for Rexy. Like, she could defeat the Giganotosaurus and soon after die from uh, bleeding. See? It could still be respectful. Or get eaten by the Mosasaurus. Oh my, no. <laughs> That's only for those who we don't respect, like Indominus. <laughs> True. So, like, uh, we also have uh, these some more details about the preview. But uh, first, let me ask you, uh, how do you like this preview? I mean, I know we, we couldn't watch it because I know there's no IMAX around here. But uh, uh, how do you like the details about it? I was expecting a bit more, but I was quite happy with what I got. I mean, it it got me hyped on what we are about to see. Yeah, at sure. some point in this year or the next. And uh, but isn't it a, a bit unfortunate that when we finally get to see the real movie, it won't have this reveal? Oh yeah, that that sucks so big time. Basically, there's a piece of Jurassic material that is lost forever to some of fans. Yeah, something like that, basically. Oh man, I, I hope this gets, I don't know, translated into a, a DVD or the like, because I'd love to watch it. I would as well. Let's hope they they try to release something. Yeah, that's a bit ridiculous, but I don't like. So uh, it was, it was uh, shot on the island of Sukhultra, and basically everything else is CGI, as we talked before. There's a, mm -hmm. a detail here that was quite interesting, you see. Uh, Trevorrow has said that uh, he went for a drive-through in the scene, and that's the point, like uh, when the prehistory part cut, we see then uh, the current time Rexy like attacking a drive-through. And there's a, a bit of a human here. So there's the humor is based on the fact that uh, there are some, some people like kissing, sharing food, and in the background, there is Rexy wrecking havoc. So that's supposed to be a humor. Um, this was oh, called. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, they don't even realize. They don't even know that there is a Tyrannosaurus like behind them somewhere. So even better, they will die not knowing what happened. I mean, right? See, dying with no pain. Yeah. See. Uh, it's so... a good thing they're doing here. <laughs> Surely. Yeah, I mean, do you think that could be considered like a Jurassic Park slash world um, humor, like the one we did back in the day? Yeah, dark and involving death. Yeah, I yeah. think it can be. I mean, those silly jokes, like in the first uh, Jurassic Park, like we see those raptors shredding through a cow, and then John Hammond immediately looks at everybody and goes, like, oh, who's hungry? Yes, precisely. That is perfect. Yeah, I guess that's the kind of humor that we're going for here. Um, then we yeah, have this perfect. option of a drive-through. So Trevorrow, he chose a drive-through instead of a, 
an, a regular cinema. He said that uh, an, a regular movie theater would be a, a good choice as well, but he couldn't figure out why that uh, a Tarantula was would simply like show up there in a cinema. So he went for a drive-through. He said yeah. that uh, if you could like show up in a regular movie theater, it would be so much similar to that scene in Jurassic Park, the original movie, where we have Rex saving everyone, and she yeah. can. From that there. that's something I never understood from that movie. Like, why is she there? Like, I, when I, when I was a kid, I watched that and I was like, "But why is the T Rex in there? Really? What is it you doing there?" Yes. Wow. What, what because I was like, child. "Okay, but why? Why? Why?" <laughs> wanted anything i mean you guys how can you be <laughs> like that i mean i just went like wow that's fantastic oh no yeah I, i was happy because of that like whoa yeah t-rex fighting raptors but then i was like wait why is it there well i have the answer for that steven spielberg i remember one of his interviews he said that uh, he gave a rex that last scene because if he didn't the uh, t-rex fans would kill him That's what he said. Okay. So that's what self-preservation is important. I yeah. give him that. Right. So that's why she was there. She was probably a tour her to go there. That's right. Okay. Okay. I'll take that. So, like, uh, Trevor was afraid now that, uh, like, refugees showing up uh, in a cinema would be something like that. And um, indeed. I mean, so a drive-through is much more exposed. So I guess that's why what he's going for. Sure. Makes sense to me. Indeed. So, uh, now he's also saying that uh, this, surely, this is just a promo for the movie for next summer. And what an impressive year, isn't it? We have a promo. You have uh, four seasons already of Camp Cretaceous. We have, well, that's about it. Oh, we have um, Velocicoaster. <laughs> oh, indeed. Yeah. Well, it is truly a wonderful time that that is about to come for all of us dino lovers and dino nerds yeah i mean i expect our franchise to one day grow to be as big as the star wars you know i i actually don't see why not maybe they should improve on cgi and everything else and more i don't know advertise more well i tell you what i put some gory stuff there <laughs> I would not say Star Wars has a, a lot of gory stuff, but okay. Anakin gets his arm chopped off. Yeah. Boba Fett I mean, gets his head chopped off. Yeah, but in, in none of those scenes there's much blood. And that's exactly what is like in some Jurassic movies, according to some fans. Like uh, 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 the Fallen Kingdom one, where like uh, Whitley has his arm beaten off by an interrupter. There's no blood. Yeah. See, that's something they need to invest so they can attract more public. Oh, like invest on blood. Yes. <laughs> on blood, lots of fake blood squishing out of his arm of well, at least what's left of his arm. Oh my. Just the arm stuff. Yeah. Oh god. Oh man. <laughs> Come on, don't do that in the video. <laughs> Well, good place. thing people can't see us while we record. We would definitely be made fun of. 
Yeah, but you know, I'm afraid that one day when we have a YouTube channel, this will be a bit messy. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy, I can only imagine the all the trouble you're going to go through to edit it. Yeah, well, you know, I hope that we can hire someone to do it because that I won't possibly oh, yeah, have time yeah. for it. If we if we earn money, sure. Yeah, sure. I'm just a poor master degrees student and you're a Poor English teacher student, so we're we're poor. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah, I, I guess we understood that, folks, right? I mean, you know, one day we'll have a shop, so you'll be able to buy some merch, right? Yay. So, uh, no, Trevor also said that the way that they are now producing this movie is very humane, and that's precisely the word that he used. Because, um, you know, he said that they have much more time, obviously, this year to produce this movie because it was supposed to be ready by right now. I mean, it was supposed to be in the cinemas by, I don't know, yesterday, because yesterday was the 10th of June. Um, yeah. And now we still have one year. Like, so it will be time enough for them to prep everything, like to prep a good score. I mean, do you see one of the songs that they're going to use, one of the tracks is called Alan for granted. Oh, wow. I love the choice of words. <laughs> Isn't it? Very poetic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, like, uh, and this is another point. Like, some other fans, they are like, oh, this is just a stupid world like No, this is not. It's, it's funny. Can you please have yes. fun? Stop being so, oh, I, stop being so cringe, please. Oh, this is cringe. Oh. Yeah, for God's sake. I mean, oh my God, grow up, enjoy life, enjoy the stupid little jokes we laugh about. Yeah, God dang it. All right. God dang so, it. And I guess uh, the last part of the whole bunch of news is like uh, Trevorrow has said that for this next movie, he's walking on the way that uh, all of the characters, their, their stories are going to collide, you know, and uh, to be all this special way like this here but the way that we bring these characters together and the effect they have on each other and how their stories collide a movie where they are drawn closer and closer together is just very exciting for me matthew how do you think the stories of a doctor who lose dodson dr alan grant dr ellie settler dr ian malcolm uh and then we also have uh, who else do we have we might have the kirby's for god's sake Freaking oh, Kirby. Well, I don't know how that's going to play out. I really do hope for some very intricate human interaction here. So that kind of hy hypes me up as well. Like, this is going to be amazing. So I really don't know what to expect, but let's hope it's extraordinary but you know this is exactly the thing that i guess is missing for a franchise to be just as huge as star wars we don't have much have interactions indeed know? like but, one day he's there the other he's eating and then well and that's it bad for him yeah yeah uh, you know like uh, in the first graphic part and that's part of the interview that I, we had with uh ripper the interrupter wasn't it like talking about uh, how some characters in jurassic they are too shallow so Indeed. Like, we are here for the dinos, that's for sure. And we all be here, even if there were just dinos. Uh, actually, I guess that's why we are having this preview. That just comes to show yeah. that 
<laughs> we love dinos. But we also want the characters. And like, I relate that to the fact that like, um, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, the number of people who watch uh, Godzilla movies here in, in the Americas, they, they are much fewer, they're much fewer people than the ones that watch in Japan and some other countries. Because those countries, they have all of this coaching, including, including uh, monsters. Yeah. Such a yeah, yeah, and they had a lot of stuff on Godzilla. We just got like cheap movie spinoffs. Yeah, and that I mean, don't give us any background history at all. Just you know, monster destruction. You know, very polarizing. I mean, I'm not saying I don't enjoy it. I love it, but if you want to, you know, to get a captive audience, you have to bring them into your story. I do like Godzilla 2000. I do. It was, I mean, sure, radioactive giant iguana, okay, but mm. still, That's I enjoyed it. That's not the it. worst. Do the doctor remember the paleontologist going like, That's an allosaurus. Oh, yeah. There's worse things. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me that. It can always get worse, man. It, yeah, it can always get worse. Oh, very well then. So, uh, you know, let, let's try to, to, to make up a, our own story here. Come on. How do you think that could collide? Because, I mean, we now know that Ian Malcolm has just written, and this is canonical, because we have this, this book in the Jurassic uh, Coaster called uh, How the World is Gonna End, right? Something like those lines. So, I guess that once again, Ian Malcolm is being called because um, he knows chaos like you know how chaos works and then i don't know like uh, these these folks they, uh, they're being called because they are experts on their own areas and they can help deal with these dinosaurs they are everywhere i don't think people will try to destroy them because it's a bit too light for that already yeah i think there will be this like clash of of mentalities like oh they we need to destroy them because they don't belong here and oh we brought them back so now they are our responsibility and we have to do something about it yeah but that's, I think that, there that will be this moral clash here but uh, that was falling in already i mean you think there's no, but question. we're gonna have in a lot, much larger scale literally yeah oh you know i just i just hope that well, you see, connecting all of those characters is going to be, won't be easy. So I want to see how they, they can fit all of that connection in like a two and a half hours. Let's, let's be greedy here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope it is two and a half, even a bit more. I mean, uh, wasn't yeah. it Malcolm? Like, uh, <laughs> I keep calling him, calling him Malcolm. Yeah, I know his name is Jeff Goblin, right, folks? Just that I no. He's Ian Malcolm for me. I don't care how many other movies in production he's already done. He's Ian Malcolm. So, yeah. um, he said that it, it is, was it him? I don't know. That it, it, it seems like they recorded a, a six hour movie. Okay. Maybe it was a grant, some new one. No one don't care. But, uh, so it means that we have this huge production coming. And uh, I, I do think you're right, that could be the plot. But uh, you think you could have all of that in the same room discussing? Mm, no, I don't think so. No, mind it. I think it's going to be something like very polarized, like 
kill everyone guys and kill and protect the dinos guys and they're gonna have they're gonna try to make their belief you know rise up against the other in some sort of way and then the bad guys will get the best throughout the movie and in the end the good ones will will win because that's how cinema goes yeah but you know like Jurassic World Dominion and it's quite linked even to even the new game you know Evolution 2 we can talk about that because I watched the trailer and apparently all the dinos are now free on the real world on Evolution 2 as well So we even have uh, Ian Malcolm narrating over the game because that's what we had in the uh, game events. Uh, was it yesterday? Yeah, we're recording on Friday, the 11th of June. So if you listen it to this on the 12th of June, that's the day I'm posting it. Well, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, and like, if you watch the trailer, if you know, you know, you know, that um, I know. <laughs> another much. Um, These creatures will be free, so like that's why we cannot, we can no longer just destroy them. We can't simply get rid of them because they are everywhere. Yeah, but well, let's not forget that games and movies and books are like three different universes that sometimes clash with each other, but they can be like completely set, have completely separated timelines and stories. But that's why it's so special, you know, like uh, in the very first book, Michael Crichton already is uh, like, he just set the animals free on the mainland on the very first novel. Like, and now we're getting that in the movie. And now we're getting that in the game. Okay, maybe it is the thing. Yeah. And that's why we can't do like uh, some people said, and even uh, uh, how should have ended that bloody YouTube channel. Like, uh, we can just do with them like shooting them yeah well right just remember that uh, everyone in the world has now the power because it's been freed and now it's more we have then also with some other companies we have them sold to some mob dealers from russia yay not that we have anything against russia it's just the, it's just how the story goes okay i love russia it's just as cold as yeah I'd love to meet Russia. <laughs> so, uh, I guess that's it, right? That's it for the news. And that's a lot, really. That was a mouthful that we covered. Yeah, we talked a lot today. I should have brought water with me. Oh, man. I, well, All I, I brought tea. was coffee. You know, like, once we can go, go back to, like, um, being eventually recording, we can share some tea, man. Sure. Okay. So yeah. I guess that's it for the week, folks. And we'll be seeing you on the next episode of uh, uh, Jurassic Fan, the Resident Evil part. Keep going for this go. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.